Getting your day started, connecting faith to life. Back to Austin Hill in the morning. It's now 7.09 Central Time from the Faith Radio Network. What's the matter with the millennials in the American workforce? Bill English, publisher of BibleandBusiness.com. He's in studio with us, as is uh, customarily the case on Wednesdays here at the Faith Radio Network. Uh, you know, it strikes me that uh, if we were to look at relative strengths and weaknesses of the millennials, Bill English, uh, on the one hand, that example you cited of the uh, the young millennial gentleman uh, who uh, applied for a, a position within your company, mm-hmm. and right from the get go, he says, "Well, can I go? You know, can I go work off sites over the summer months?" There's a strength in that, in as much as he is able to think outside the box and be creative, and uh, think in terms of integrating work with. Um, other areas of his life, shall we say, uh, that, that it may be hidden from view, but there's a strength in that. There's also a weakness in as much as he apparently lacked the discernment uh, and was unable to, to, to determine that that's probably not the question to lead off with in the uh, the job interview. I mean, it's it's a matter of timing almost. Is is there a strength and a weakness both in that? Would you say? Yeah, I would. I would totally agree with you. I think the strength is that he was value based. He mm-hmm. was trying to live out his personal values, and I greatly admire that. Um, but, uh, yeah, there was kind of this lack of, of realization as to how reality actually works in a work environment and, you know, building up clout and political capital and that kind of thing so that you can make a request like that. Right. It's, um, and as I read the research and talk with other entrepreneurs like yourself, other business owners, um, it just seems to be a real... Uh, interesting mix of strengths and weaknesses that maybe didn't exist with previous generations. The millennials really do know how to think out of the box. They they seem to, in many cases, uh, know how to find uh, a way to make a better, better widget, so to speak. They uh, say, well, just because it's always been done this way doesn't mean it always has to be in the future. Let's find a better way. Uh, on some level, that does seem to be uh, a strength to me. Your, your thoughts on that? Yeah, it's not only a strength. It's a part of their upbringing. When you grow up with a device in your hand, that is how you connect with the world, and that device changes every two years, then you're accustomed to having significant change as part of your daily life. And I think that that leads to a situation where you are expecting change and you start to think about how things could be different and, and, and how things could be better simply because that has been given to you throughout your life. Yeah. That said, there is clearly a demonstrable pattern. It's been building over the last three or four years of uh, young adults, especially those right out of college, who have a degree. They played by the rules for all intents and purposes, the rules given to them. They got the grades. They earned the uh, uh, the diploma. Uh, they go out into the marketplace, and they just can't get a foothold in the door, uh, nor can they grab onto a career track and stay with it and and move forward. I think the consequences of that are potentially devastating. Why is that problem happening in your estimation? What's the problem? I think it's a I think it's a symptom of the larger um, sluggish economy that we're in. In spite of a five point seven um, unemployment rate and jobs, new jobs created versus jobs closed down being steady. That was the last job reports from the bureau. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> it's just it's really tough to find a job in this economy if you don't have specific skills and experiences that the employer is after. 
Look, the the millennials are not the only ones having a hard time finding jobs. You know, black men in our society have an unemployment rate in the 14 percentile, if I'm not mistaken. And so, uh, and certainly people over their 50s who are um, in changing careers or who are unemployed also have a very difficult time finding work. So it's it's a function of the larger, uh, you know, economy. It's not just because they're millennials. Hmm. That said, what do you recommend to uh, other parents? Again, recognizing you and I are both parenting kids in this generation. What do you recommend to other parents who are saying, wow, my my son or daughter is uh, struggling, uh, trying to find something part-time to do, let alone a full-time position, or I'm not sure how this is going to go once they get out of school, graduate, what have you. Um, What what recommendations do you make? I think you got to get internships on your resume. I really do. It's, you know, Bible and Business has several internship possibilities open right now, and we're having a hard time filling them. Uh, And so uh, it seems to me that you need work experience that is resumeable and is actionable on a, on, in a job interview that you can say, hey, I've done these things. I have these skills. And frankly, you know what? If they're out of school and they can't find a job, what they ought to do, Austin, <laughs> they ought to come to you and me and say, how do you start a business? And we could just sit down with them and huddle with them and say, here's how you start a business. I mean, you do you talk about that on your big world of small business on Saturdays. Correct. Yeah, no, and, and, and starting a business is uh, sometimes, I'm, I'm not going to make any uh, misgivings about it being easy. It's a struggle. But just taking matters into one's own hands and saying, I will find work to do. It may not happen in the context of an employment-employee relationship, uh, but I will become an independent contractor. I'll provide services or products in some cases to people who are willing to pay for it. I'll just, I will find work and I will get it done and get some money coming in. That's that that's the kind of resolve that I think it takes uh, in a sluggish economy that's not producing enough employment positions, and that's doable. There are people that are making that happen, and it sounds like you're, you're suggesting that's a reasonable course for well, some people. Well, and, and history would show that most of the new job creation in any economy comes from business startups and small businesses. And as we've discussed on this program in, in, on other days, that uh, the number of new businesses starting is – being outpaced by the number of businesses that are closing down. Mm-hmm. And that's not a good thing for our economy. So I would encourage people to look at starting a business. It's one of the best things we can do for the economy and oftentimes for yourself. Mm-hmm. Bill English, publisher of BibleAndBusiness.com. What do you say to pastors who uh, may recognize that, uh, hey, we've got some millennials in our congregation and they're struggling. Specifically, I'm focusing on the millennials for the moment. I We've got parents of, of uh, millennial young adults who are worried about their kids and grandkids. I, I get calls and email from parents and grandparents in that situation all the time. But talk to us from the pastoral vantage point. What, what can a pastor, what can a church do about this? I think churches can have programs on how to start businesses. I think they can do short-term missions with some of these folks. I think they can put them in touch with ministries like Faith Radio or uh, Soup Kitchens or whatever, and give them opportunities to have experiences so that they are productive, even though they may not be employed or they might be underemployed. It's very important that they are productive and that they're giving back to society in, in one way or another, seems to me. Yeah. 
We will continue for a final few moments with Bill English. He's publisher of BibleandBusiness.com. When we come back, let's talk about the first in our series of small business breakfast events. First one comes up in just about a month from now. Uh, Bill English has uh, put it all together for us. He'll tell us about that next. 717, it's the Faith Radio Network. I'm Austin Hill. Back in moments. It's now 719 Central Time from the Faith Radio Network. And I'm Austin Hill. Bill English is uh, in studio with us here at Faith Radio. Bill English, who is a uh, an entrepreneur, uh, own, has owned and operated many companies, is a business owner right now. He's also the publisher of BibleAndBusiness.com. And uh, he also was at the epicenter of our uh, business owners survey that we were uh, conducting uh, vis-a-vis the Faith Radio website earlier last fall. From that, uh, we see the beginnings now of the Small Business Owners Breakfast series. First mm-hmm. one comes up on March 12th, and we've got several of them through the spring and into the summer months. Tell us tell us uh, the latest what's going on here. So what we're doing is uh, answering basically the needs that we elicited from the survey that we ran last fall in, in the November time frame. Mm-hmm. And uh, so we put four breakfasts together on the second Thursday of each month, uh, March, April, May, and June. And uh, the four areas that we're focusing in on are marketing, hiring, uh, management teams and hearing God's voice for decision making. So those are that's kind of the the broad overview. And uh, so you're having uh, to speak the first time, and I appreciate you doing that. I know that that's uh, a little bit of a stretch for you uh, to to get up early in the morning and actually be engaging and 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 talk to professionals and things like that. I realize that's a a tough thing for you, Austin. But never done it before. No, you've never done that before. Never. Uh, no. Well, it it is kind of stretching of the physical energy to host the program and then do a speaking engagement. But uh, um, I I appreciate what you're saying here. But no, March twelfth is uh, going to be I, I hope a, a good uh, date. I'm looking forward to it as I'll be speaking about good business and good deeds. How to combine your marketing with your community service for a bigger, better return. And I don't think good business. Business and uh, good deeds, charitable deeds, and others. Uh, I don't think those are mutually exclusive, and uh, that'll be a part of the presentation. And uh, again, uh, this will be happening on the campus of University of Northwestern St. Paul. We will also be webcasting this uh, to uh, those who want to uh, participate online. Yes, so you don't have to come to Northwestern's uh, campus in order to attend. Now, while you may miss the hot breakfast, uh, you're still going to get the same presentation and the same tools. Uh, that everybody who attends is going to receive as well. So the first one is on March 12th. It's 7.30 a.m. to 9 a.m. in the morning, $49 a person, whether you are attending through the webcast or coming in person. Very good. And uh, we've got a series of these planned. Uh, get on over to MyFaithRadio.com. I hope you will. And uh, get signed up and, and let your pastor know about this. I know you've done uh, quite a bit of work, Bill, about uh, notifying pastors and uh, church leaders, even lay church leaders, about what we're doing here. And this is kind of new for some, but I, I would also like to think that we're responding to a need that uh, we have heard of in the, the Christian community. And uh, I hope people will uh, show their support and, and um participate with us. 
I hope so, too. You know, Faith Radio isn't necessarily known for reaching out to the business community, and this is one of the areas that that we're trying to reach into, is to talk with Christian business owners and help them understand their stewardship responsibilities and opportunities before the Lord. This series is going to help those. So if you know a small business owner, we'd appreciate you just evangelizing and socializing that with them and letting them know about this series. MyFaithRadio.com is uh, where you will find info on this. Again, the first event comes up on March 12th, and we have uh, several others right up on into the month of June. And uh, Bill English, publisher of BibleAndBusiness.com, the man who has been the impetus behind this. Thank you for uh, what you've done and what you continue to do, and it's uh, great to be with you today. We'll look forward to talking again uh, very, very soon. Let's do it again next week, if not beforehand. All right, buddy. You have a good day. Thank you, sir. Bill English from BibleAndBusiness.com. Make sure to navigate over there as well. It's now 724 Central Time. It's the Faith Radio Network that you're listening to. Breakpoints on the way in moments. Also, in about 10 minutes from now, Parenting with John and Kendra Smiley. We'll check in with them at 735. This is the Faith Radio Network. I'm Austin Hill.